0: Hi there, and welcome to another interview today. I've got the fabulous Bill with me, and I'm going to ask the question that I ask absolutely everybody when they come onto the program. Hey, Bill, why did you become a carnivore?
1: Hi, Stephen. It's great to be here. Um, I am uh, thrilled to be a carnivore right now. Um, I have had many illnesses that I had no understanding of uh, for years, and and it's nine months, going on ten months now, a carnivore. Uh, a year ago, I was having to walk often with a cane. I couldn't walk uphill very far at all. Um, uh, any any incline gave me tremendous hip pains. Um, I was diabetic. I was, you know, I, I've had chronic fatigue syndrome for 35 years, or or ME in in the UK. It's known as a myalgic encephalomyelitis. In America, half the doctors here don't even believe it is real. They want to give you depression medicine or something. Um, but uh, I was diagnosed 35 years ago in uh, 1989 with chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, I had uh, well, I, I had a, a, a lifetime high, and then two weeks later, I had a lifetime low, and that did something to my head, and it did something to my body. Um, I I. Played. I, I'm. I lived in Woodstock for 25 years. Woodstock, New York, the famous one, uh, for 25 years. Uh, before that, I lived in the same region for quite a while. I grew up in Middletown, New York, which is about 40 minutes from where the Woodstock um, uh, festival happened. I actually, uh, 20 years later, on the 20th anniversary, I was a working musician. I was working all through the 70s and 80s. 89, I played at the 20th anniversary, Woodstock. We had over 100,000 people that just showed up with no plan. And um, I was on stage uh, quite a few times. I was on stage as a solo. I was on stage with a duo that I sang with. Uh, I was on stage as part of a trio, and I sat in with several people who saw me play and said, oh, can you come and back me up? I'm just playing with an acoustic guitar, and I could use a guitar player or something. So I was on stage a bunch of times, uh, and it changed me. Uh, When you are playing songs that you wrote and singing in the uh, late evening, it was like like 8 o'clock and start 9 o'clock, something like that, and um, 100,000 people are screaming and lighting lighters for your music that changes you. And I was on a high. It was amazing. Um, but uh, everybody left afterwards, and uh, I cat out, called my parents, which were about, you know, 40 minutes away. And my father had gone into the hospital just before. He had a pain in his back. He uh, had many problems. He had uh, um, uh, heart attacks and um, heart surgery. He had uh, all kinds of illnesses. He couldn't stop smoking. He smoked himself to death. And he was 64. He went in the hospital for back pain and I called to see how he's doing. And mom said, You better come. He's not well. And I got there and my father had been radiated to a raisin, basically. They didn't understand how to use radiation. And just as today they still don't know how to use radiation or or uh, uh, chemotherapy, which is just poisoning somebody. Um, and he died two weeks after Woodstock and I had a real explosion in my head. It just kind of depressed the hell out of me. It changed my body. I started eating nothing but garbage. I was just eating crap. Um, and, uh, I actually came and attended the 21st anniversary a year later. Well, I was just looking at pictures of me on stage then and on stage in the 21st. I had gained like 50 pounds just in that one year. Uh, I was far less happy. I was unhappy for sure. Um, And it just got worse. A few years after that, I had blown up to about 350, 60 pounds. Um, And I was huge. Felt super sick. Um, I was diagnosed with, with uh, in in eighty nine. Right after that, I went to the doctor feeling sick and sick and sick, and I, I didn't get better. And I couldn't figure out for a couple of months. I was still sick, and I went to the doctor and said, "I don't know what's going on. It's not just the flu." And he. Checked me out, and uh, luckily I had a doctor who was paying attention. He said, have you heard of chronic fatigue syndrome? Looks to me like you have chronic fatigue syndrome because you don't have any actual virus going on that we can find. Uh, there's no bacterial infections, but it sounded to him like chronic fatigue syndrome. And uh, so I started trying to deal with that. I started an elimination diet. Uh, um, they, they called it a uh, uh, a, a yeast Infection diet, and I was eliminating a lot of foods and then adding them one at a time back. Um, I felt a little better when I eliminated a lot of foods, not all foods, but you know some foods. Um, and I remember adding carrots back, and it was like candy. Oh my God, this is sweet. Um, but uh, I didn't get well and didn't find anything that was particularly responsible. Uh, so it was still chronic fatigue syndrome. <clears throat> And uh, uh, then a few years later, I was diagnosed as uh, pre-diabetic. I think I was diabetic. But back then, in the early 90s, they were telling people that, oh, 140, under 140 is good. Uh, Then it was under 130. Then it was under 120. So like 20 years later, they're telling people, oh, yeah, you have to be under 100. I floated around 140, 150 all the time then. So I was pre-diabetic, and then I was declared diabetic uh, a few years after that. Um, met my wife in the mid-90s, my now wife. Um, it helped me feel better a little bit to find someone that I loved and loved me. Uh, made a big difference in my life. Did not make my health any better. I still was walking um, um, badly. Uh, and I grew arthritis. Arthritic hips and joints uh, became worse. I could not play music when I got sick. And from then on, I did not play music anymore. I was, or my guitars just gathered dust. I would get out and play once a month or something, maybe with some friends. Uh, and I just wasn't able to play anymore. I was getting arthritis in my fingers, uh, but my hips and my shoulders for sure were really problematic. Um, and uh, I, I, from then on, I, I, I started losing a little weight when I first met my wife and I was trying to diet a little bit. I got down to uh, 2,000. We were married. I was still 306 pounds then. Uh, and uh, so I, I, at first I eliminated what they call the four whites, uh, white rice, white flour, pasta, and potatoes. Those four are like incredibly bad starches, uh, and they turn into potatoes. Uh, uh, potatoes turn, turn into sugar in your mouth. Before you even swallow, it's starting to turn into sugar, which is why we love potatoes so much. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm half Irish so <laughs> potatoes were like one of the food groups for me. Um, but, uh, I gave them up for the most part. I occasionally have a little bit of French fries or something. I wasn't very strict. Um, and that helped a bit. It helped me lose some weight, but I was still 260 pounds, uh, for the last 20 years. And, um, when I went carnivore, I was still 260 pounds. I had watched Dr. Dr. Sean Baker, um, Dr. Ken Berry, uh, Dr. Anthony Chafee, and all these wonderful doctors online um, on YouTube for all through the pandemic. For like four years, I watched us stuff. And I was like, really? At first, I was like, oh, another goofy uh fad diet or something but i started seeing and and when i first watched the first one it was like they were using actual science and research and saying here's what's wrong with what we're being told and here's what you should be doing that's right and i thought you know i never trust the medical establishment i have m- many run-ins with, with things like that you know i mean after i was declared diabetic the doctor said well you we just put you on the pill and then you come back to your normal diet uh excuse me <laughs> Go back to my normal diet, I mean, eating French fries and and potato chips and ice cream and all that is just take a pill. But I said, if I don't take the pill, uh, try something else. I wanted to try diet. He said, yeah, well, you, you don't have symptoms at the moment. When I was declared diabetic, I had a kidney stone. And that sent me to the hospital in the mid-90s. Uh, and then they said, oh, well, you're diabetic because I was up to over 200 in the hospital. Went back to my doctor and he said, well, you don't have any actual symptoms at the moment. So, you know, a few months, go ahead and try dieting. It may work. You'd think he'd give me some dieting advice other than the four whites. He mentioned the four whites. so But other than that, nothing else. So I cut back on even more starchy stuff. And uh, I, I cut out uh, ice cream and things like that. I or cut back anyway. And um I felt better I lost some weight I became pre-diabetic at the time um, but I think I stayed right where I was and, and it just the, the the standards were lowered and I suddenly I'm I'm below the level of what they consider diabetic then so um all that was going on uh, and I was watching uh, all these doctors actual doctors and nutritionists talk about carnivore diet and I thought, you know there's something to this and then uh, like 10 months ago i kind of thought you know enough watching i it's time to do i needed to do something about this so i decided i'll oh, give it 30 days i went 30 days carnivore uh, my wife was like you're going to die you but okay you know i'll support you whatever you need to do you know i i hear what you're you know you're watching that on youtube and i hear some of it i don't know sure i believe it but she supported me uh, okay uh, I do all the cooking in the house at the moment. She's kind of the breadwinner she, as a writer. she she She's the working writer still making money. I'm the retired musician. I'm 70, 71 now. I was 70 at the time. Um, and I felt like it was pretty much over. My best friend had died like six, seven years before uh, cancer. Uh, killed again by, I think, by the treatment, not the cancer um he was killed by chemotherapy that caused blood clots in his legs and then one came and nailed him in the heart that's the treatment that's not the cancer um and uh, so i don't i just didn't have faith in doctors um so i started the carnivore i started one month and uh, by the end of one month i was feeling so healthy i was feeling like why didn't i do this years ago it felt good I had a couple of weeks of little bathroom difficulty, you know, staying close to the bathroom so I could run there. About two weeks that lasted. And um, then I was fine. I was fat adapted, as they call it. Um, I had up until then been kind of like sloppy keto um, or keto by accident. I call it. I was just I was eating very few vegetables and more meat. I was eating uh um, Fairly meat-centric diet, but I was eating whatever vegetables I would cook vegetables for both my wife and I. Um, but they were—I was trying to do like broccoli and and uh, um, asparagus and things like that, not like sweet potatoes or any of that stuff, at least. But uh, so I was eating a lot of meat already. I had a, just a week or two of a little rough uh, bio. Basically, my 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 stomach, my gut biome. I understand now. Was revert, you know transferring from a, a vegetable eater to a strictly meat eater, so I had to get rid of all the bugs that eat the veggies and proliferate more of the bugs that eat the meat. So and um, after a month, I was I was shocked at how good I felt. My actually my my hips started stopped hurting after about a week and a half, and and I I never felt that pain again. Um, and um, I was losing. I had a foggy brain for all, all the way back 35 years. I had foggy thinking all the time. I would forget constantly, um, and uh, just I would, you know, an appointment like an appointment to be interviewed by you. I would have forgotten that. You know, a year ago, I still would have been. You know, oh, gee, what time is it? Oops. You know, I I, I was um, not reliable either for my my strength or anything. Because it was chronic fatigue syndrome, too, I could not really exercise. If you've ever known anything about chronic fatigue syndrome, one of the things that happens is your own immune system starts to beat you up. If you actually start any exercise or any real physical labor, uh, you know, the lactic acid will come into my arms, I would get inflamed. All my muscles would start to ache. I mean, even if I, you know, carried... Vegetable. I carried some bags of groceries in from the from the car. I would feel sore, and I would have to sit down for a while, and even sometimes for the day, and ache, and it just wouldn't pass easily. So I literally could not exercise. And as I got older, I'm 71 now. I was worried about that fact. Uh, I'm, you know, uh, and I thought a year ago I was thinking. 70, it eh, must be getting to be where it's over. Uh, my muscles are atrophying and everything's going away. So I'll be dying soon. So uh, I just kind of re- resolving that in my head. I'll just live out my few days and, you know, enjoy my wife and our life together. And eh, I'll, I'll, I'll leave a legacy of some kind for my kids. Uh, I don't know what, but, uh, you know, but after going carnivore, um Nine months later, ten months later, uh, actually about six months, I was down 60 pounds. I lost 10 pounds a month every month for six months straight because once I hit that first month I said, I'm going I'm just, this is it. I'm gonna stay on this for a while and see what happens. I went to 90 days and I said we're going for the for the haul and uh, now it's uh, almost ten months later, I am doing this for my, in fact, my wife, <laughs> just a couple of days ago, she said, well, two things I know. One is I may never try this diet myself because I like vegetables and I'm doing pretty good with just partial vegetables. I cook her steaks all the time. Then. But she says, also, I don't want you to ever stop carnivore because, boy, what a difference. It's made a huge difference for me. And um, I appreciate everything about my
0: wife she's just phenomenal minda's that one <laughs> just to throw that out there uh one of the things that does trip people up is not being supported by the family yeah so you're yes. absolutely right to say and that's a great quote from your wife that she likes veggies but she so she probably won't do it but be, but the difference is made to you yeah, you better yeah. not stop doing it so i think no, she said do me. not stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah which yeah. is brilliant and that's so supportive that is so yeah. supportive
1: supportive and uh she's I, I, she may eventually cross over because I do like I say all the cooking and when I cook I always say am I cooking a steak too and she's like yeah okay and you know I'll cook her a little asparagus or some broccoli or something like that and uh, and she's fine with just that and uh she may you know she every once in a while she feels like having a nice big salad and that's fine you know I, and I don't harass her about it Um, I, I started to and she like told me don't bother me so okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, thought- I mean, this is the reason I like these interviews is because if you're sitting on the fe- if you're sitting sitting on the fence and you really want to try carnivore and your partner doesn't want to do it, what a great compromise to yeah. you do it yeah. and your partner doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, and then- in the beginning, even she said, you know, well, go ahead, give it a try, but you know, I'll be watching. And
1: you have a problem, we're gonna stop that. And uh, I said, okay, you know, you tell me if you see a problem or if I start to mumble strange things or if I get even worse memory or something, let me know. And, you know, or if I grow strange growths on my back or something, let me know. Um, but, um, it's just been smooth sailing now. Uh, it's amazing. Now, um, just yesterday we went for a three and a half mile hike, uh, at a, at a wonderful natural park on the shore. We had to drive over to Whidbey Island, take a, take a ferry, uh, and, um, to, uh, in in uh, I live in the Seattle area. Actually, I live in the same town, I found out, as uh, uh, Dr. Baker. Dr. Sean Baker lives in the same town. I had no idea. Watching him for four years, wishing I could meet him, shake his hand. I joined his community. Um, and actually, I became uh, a coach. Uh, I, I took the course that he has for becoming a carnivore coach. And um, I'm now helping to coach other friends. Uh, and my sister who lives in Maine, my sister and and one of my brothers live both in Maine. My sister was watching my results. And a month and a half later, a month and a half ago, rather, she, she's going carnivore. And now she's, you know, checking in with me, texting me, saying what this happened or what's going on with that. And I'm helping her out, uh, giving her tips. uh, And um, I appreciate uh, everything that I got from Dr. Baker. And, uh, but being in that community made an enormous difference. Because I was doing this absolutely alone. My wife was supportive, but not doing it with me. I knew nobody else around here who was doing it. I I had many musician friends. We have a music community. We get together all the time, several times a week and play music, uh, uh, like open mics and things. And uh, uh, I see my friends often. Um, But they're all like, oh, you're going to kill yourself, but you look good. (laughs) I'm pretty glad I lost the weight, but I'm going to make myself sick. I actually had two friends get mad at me, which is, I find, really strange. But people, I guess, are so attached to their vegetables and their vegetable diet. We're so ingrained for the last 50 years by an erroneous medical establishment that feeds us bad information um, to to do things. Uh, And to this day, still do that. Um, But... um, it's it was very upsetting. I had uh, two friends. I had one friend uh, come out for a beer with me and we were talking and I said something about, you know, being a carnivore. But uh, he said, oh, no, we're we're not we're we're omnivores. We're not carnivores. I said, no, no, we have the teeth. We prove it. We are carnivores and we we uh, two and a half million years of evolution. That's what we ate. We've only been cultivating plants for the last 15, 20,000 years at most or less. Uh, And that's that's it. So and all the all the vegetables and all the fruits in every produce department are not natural. They have been bred to be sweet, to be tasty, to be not poisonous, or at least as not poisonous as they can make it. Uh, Don't eat um, uh, the leaves from uh, the potato plant, for instance. That'll kill you. Uh, And there's many, many toxins in all the vegetables we eat. People don't believe that, but it's true. There are toxins. And the EPA has a list of all the toxins that are in the vegetables we eat, even though, you know, nobody's doing anything about it. Um, But um, uh, the fact is, I I make a vegetable for my wife every night. um, And... uh, I think I was on a different path and I lost my track, but
0: I'm no, that's that, no, that's fine. On. Well, you were talking about the community, and that I mean that's where yeah, we were the community
1: is so important,
0: so important. Going on,
1: uh, joining on Dr. Baker's online Zoom calls every day now because I'm I'm not just because I'm a coach. If you're just on the diet, you can join the community, you can come on these talks, you can listen to him talk, he's on for an hour, 9 to 10 every morning, our time, 9 to 10 uh, Pacific time, uh, and uh, every morning. And we've got people from France, people from Turkey, people from, from the UK, folks from Canada, people from all over the US, all online listening to him, and he's there to answer questions. And all of us are there to answer questions. And it's so helpful to have a group of people who are all on the same page. We're all doing the same thing. And we're all there to help each other. And it's so supportive to have that crew. To This is one of his uh, T-shirts. <laughs> I bought a T-shirt, Meat Heels. It certainly does.
0: Yeah, and it's it's interesting because uh, you were talk you're talking about your friends there who are sadly grainwashed. They don't yes, want yeah, to hear very it. Very fair enough. But the one, one
1: a, guy didn't. The, the one guy that I went and have a beer with, he got very angry with me when I was insisting on still saying, "But we're, we're carnivore. We're we're not omnivores. We're not herbivores. We are carnivores." Very angry. Since so, use that word again, and I'm moving. It's, a, it's crazy. crazy. What it's carnivore? Crazy. He grabbed his beer and he moved to the other end of the bar, around the other loop of the bar. I was like, okay. And then I got home and he had gone to Dr. Google and found all the links that agreed with him. And and things like, oh, cows are responsible for 60% of all the greenhouse gas. No. The EPA number is 3%. So, no. Um, And many other things that were all wrong. So, Instead of getting pissed off, uh, I just, I went through his email with all these different links and I found an alternative link that would show him, no, this is incorrect. Here's the actual truth. I, I just told him, I said, you know, I, I found your, your email kind of insulting. He called it buffoonery. Mm. Carnivore's buffoonery. But um, let's so let's I um, I answered him us. with response. I gave him all the responses that he could learn from. I don't know if he read it or not, but he's not being pissy at me
0: anymore. But well, let's Bye. let's bring let's bring it to real world, you see. So you've done this 10 months. Let's let's talk about what's actually happened to you. You know, so so you mentioned that six months, six, 60 pounds down. Yeah. So yeah. where where are you on your weight? Uh what other things have gone and um you know, how have you improved? I started making a list. <laughs> I can't <really> see it. <laughs>
1: but it's, it's it. the whole page is full and I'm now started to the next page of all the things that have gone, right. That I, I even didn't expect the, the number of things is crazy. My foggy brain is gone. Um, I, I don't have foggy thinking anymore at all. I remember things that I'm surprising myself. It's like, Oh yeah, yeah I have to do this at such and such. And I remembered it. Look at that. And, um, uh, I, I have, I am no longer, I have reversed diabetes, type two diabetes is gone. I am now running around 70 in, in when I blood stick, you know, to stick my finger and I test my blood just once in a while, just for a large, between 70 and 90. When I, when I eat something, it's yeah, it goes up to like 90 something, which is still way under any need to worry. My A1C went from um, five, Oh six six, 6.1. Uh, I'm now down to five. Well, my last blood test, which was actually like four or five months ago was down to, uh, 5.6, no longer diabetic below 5.7 is not diabetic then. And I, I'm going to get another test soon. I think I'm probably down in the fours because it's just nothing happening. Uh, I have no symptoms of any diabetes at all. Um, I have no symptoms of any arthritis anymore. I am hiking. Um, Like I said, we did a three and a half mile hike yesterday. Last week, just as a proof of concept, we took a five mile walk on uh, what's called the Centennial Trail here. It's It's a trail that goes for many miles between towns. It's old railroad bed that turned into a hiking trail, but it's all very level. But I did that five miles. We walked the whole thing. I got done. I could have gone another mile or two. What the hell? You know, without having to sit down or anything, I felt great. Um, And I am loving the fact that I can do that. Now, my wife is thrilled that I can now be her hiking partner. She loves to hike, and I couldn't, but now I can. Um, My type 2 diabetes is gone, my arthritis is gone. Um, My chronic fatigue syndrome, I was actually bedridden for a couple of years in the early 90s when I was diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome. I was actually um, receiving for about five years, I was receiving uh, Social Security disability. You can't get Social Security disability in this country um, easily at all. And they have a very short list of things that they will pay you disability money um, if you're ill with, and those things include, um, uh, cancer. And I mean, I mean like you're dying of cancer and, uh, uh, I don't know. So many, so many very definite debilitating illnesses and you have to be debilitated. You have to prove you're debilitated to get that chronic fatigue syndrome is something that in this country, half the doctors didn't even exist and admit that existed. Um, so, That was a battle. But I, you know, I had a a lawyer that helped me put this stuff together. And uh, I went to my doctor and got all the information and sent it to them. And they they said they agreed. I was bedridden and uh, I was receiving a a Social Security disability because I was literally disabled with chronic fatigue syndrome. A CFS clobbered me, but um, it's gone. It seems to be gone now since I, I, I have had it for 35 years. I have the symptoms come up anytime I get any exercise of any kind and my muscles would ache and my body would ache and I would not be able to function. I had brain fog. That's all part of CFS. No longer. I have no symptoms that point to CFS anymore. They're, it's just gone. Um. I have no stomach issues anymore. I don't seem to burp much and fart, <laughs> not to be too gross, but, you know, I, I, uh, I as far as like going to the bathroom, uh, I only have to go about once every two or to three days now. I just don't eat anything that needs to be excreted. Uh, I mean, I pee, you know, plenty during the day. I'm 71 after all, I have a 71 year old prostate that. Would prefer to empty the bladder often. Uh, But even that is changing. Uh, I think it's repairing my prostate or something. It seems to be very different down there. Um, And everything is getting better.
0: Um, So the big things you've mentioned there, Bill, are are pretty impressive. I mean, losing the weight is fantastic. Coming off the diabetic medications and uh, the... Chronic fatigue syndrome. Yeah. What else? Is there any other sort of little bits that are great? Oh,
1: the list is almost endless. Um, you know, no foggy brain. My libido is back. Uh, who knew? Um, passing gas is, is a lot less and, and it doesn't stink. Um, hiccups. I don't hiccup anymore. Uh, I don't snore anymore. I sleep very deep. And when I wake up, I wake up... Wide awake. Boom. I don't wake up groggy anymore. The eye floaters in my eye that I've had for several years now seem to be gone. Um, I have much better heat resistance. Um, I don't seem to sunburn anymore. I just tan, weirdly enough. Um, I have way more energy. Uh, I'm not using a cane anymore. It's just crazy. Oh, the the foot fungus (laughs) that people get for the rest of their lives. I was a swimmer in high school and yeah, dirty pools, dirty showers, and everybody's showering together and you know, everybody shares the germs. I got the foot fungus from that. I, I was a, a lifeguard for some years when I was a teenager. I've had that foot fungus, a toe, toe nail fungus, all my life, 70 years, <clears throat> it's dying. It's just going away. The new nails are, clean, are growing out clean. That's mind-boggling to me. It's uh, it's crazy. The number of things that have gone right are are just one after another after another. I'm 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 happy. I'm not moody. Uh, things don't make me as angry. I used to get like really angry at things. You know, something didn't go right. Arr
0: let's turn it to a bit more
1: positive then um now i have no depression i am ready for the next 50 years if i can do it
0: um, <laughs> why is your weight uh, now just out of interest
1: down to 190 wow <laughs> my high school weight it's very bizarre i'm i'm 71 i've been a big guy all my life i was a swimmer in high school um but i've always been kind of a big boned guy a little extra padding my grandmother was irish and potatoes were at every meal uh constantly and uh, she you know I, I i i was babysat by her my mother worked and uh when i was little and uh, so i spent much time with my grandmother and and uh you know every meal was like you know oh, it was like three potatoes left? you get one you get one yeah
0: how tall are you? Just so people have got I'm some six idea. Foot.
1: Six, six foot, foot. tall. Um, and uh, so 185,
0: 190 is a, is a good weight for me. It's it's It's, it's, it's very good. And there will yeah. be some people out there, some skeptics out there will be saying, well, look, he lives in Ireland. He's talking about potatoes being sort of like a staple. Well, it wasn't a staple until 1492, which most oh. children know. We yeah. didn't have potatoes yeah. in Europe until the 15th century. Uh, you know, so... Uh, and of course, the potato famine in the eighteen thirties. Well, it became
1: a starvation diet. Yeah, and that's yeah. what happened because the the Irish Catholics, which my grandmother was, and I was raised that way. I I like George George Carlin's approach. I I was yeah. Irish Catholic until. I reached the age of reason, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: which is brilliant. He's, he's my yeah, favourite. Exactly. Right, yeah. let's let's just do some uh, house housekeeping for people watching because I yeah. get these questions. So, are you OMAD, too mad, or do you not do I'm, any of that? I'm too mad now. I'm kind of moving towards OMAD.
1: Um, I but I, I don't have breakfast at all. Um, uh, we we make uh, like like ten eggs. Uh, because that's how many fit in the container. <laughs> we boil like uh, 10 hard boiled eggs and put them in the fridge. So every day I get up, I start, you know, about noon or so, I'll have a hard boiled egg. Um, I am not hungry until two or three in the afternoon, usually. Um, actually, I just had my hard boiled egg a little early because I knew we were getting together at noon here. So, uh, but, you know, I, I haven't eaten anything since uh, my, my little steak last night. And, you know, I had a flank steak. So I eat. Generally, in the afternoon, about two or three o'clock, I'll cook a steak or or, or some hamburger or something. I'll, I'll cook a minced meat to you. Uh, I'll cook some uh, minced meat, uh, a pound, and cut it up and uh, just ground it up, just, just brown it in the pan. Or sometimes I just cut it in half and squash the two halves into great big burgers and cook them that way. Uh, either way, uh, but, you know, I always make sure I put some butter on it after I've cooked it, because I want that extra fat as well. And I and I try to pour the, the fat that came out of it back onto the burger after I cook it too, because that it helps to get that extra fat. I understand this is not a meat diet so much as a fat diet. It's high fat, no carb. And so I need the fat. Yeah, that's great. Uh, what about drinks? What are you drinking? Pretty much water now. Um, I, uh, I started paying attention. There you go. I do have coffee. Coffee is still in my world. I have one to two cups a day. I used to drink three or four cups a day because, you know, working at home or being home a lot, I would just walk around with my coffee cup all day long. Uh, But I've cut that back. I'm now one to two cups. uh, And uh, I put butter in my coffee and a little cream. I don't use milk anymore because I know there's three kinds of sugar in milk. No more milk. But uh, really? it's I a little bit of uh, whipping cream in uh, and butter. And I whip it up, and it's lovely. It's
0: delicious. It's great. This, did, you, did you ever include fasting in your regime in the last time? Uh, other than uh, intermittent morning
1: fasting, I do that. I, and I, I push it to sometimes like 4 or 5 in the afternoon sometimes when I really feel the need for a little bit of fast. I've never done 24 or 48-hour fasts yet, but that's not to say I may. Um, I have been contemplating that. Um, I like to eat too much, so <laughs> it may be cool. a problem, but well, I'll try it. I, I'll probably give it a shot uh, in another couple of months or something. But right now, I kind of want to get to a year carnivore. Um, I my It's a two-stage plan I have right now. First was to lose the weight, so I did nothing but eat beef for the last nine months. I have lost weight. And I am now able to exercise. So the next phase, I'm going to be still eating carnivore, but I need to build muscle because I know that it's the fat people that don't make it to a hundred. They're always skinny as a rail. Um, my 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 wife's stepfather made it to 105. He was a he was a marathon runner uh, as an adult. He started when he was 49 and he ran up until into his uh, 80s. I think. And he holds records for 70 to 75-year-olds and 75 to 80-year-olds all around the world. He, he's run in Tokyo and Naples and uh, in London and um, and New York and all over the place. And so he's actually in a book of 50 top runners of the 20th century. He's listed in there. So um, the doctors said that that's what saved him all those years, doing that. His carotid arteries were very very large because of the running they pushed a lot of blood up into the brain so he had a couple of TIAs uh, minor stroke type things that did not incapacitate him in his 80s and it, that's why the doctor says well it's because you were getting plenty of blood up there and it just helped flush that out uh, and, uh, so it makes a difference. Exercise does make a difference. I recognize that now I'm going to start exercising. I need to build muscle for the long haul.
0: Yeah, that's brilliant. I just want to tell the viewers that, um, if that sounds unbelievable, uh, I had a person start at 89 and, uh, celebrated his 90th birthday from being sedentary to doing nine holes of golf. I bored people with that before and a runner who started at 80, uh, so this would now be twenty-two years ago, and he's running at a hundred and two. And if you don't believe that, there's even he's still running. And there's even uh-huh. some female. And there's even a category Jeez. of run, runners at a hundred to a hundred and ten. All right, so wow. there, That's are all, all true. That's uh, I've got two more questions for you, Bill. Um, do you take any supplements? I do uh, um, electrolytes. I don't take
1: much in the of supplements. I do take a magnesium pill. I'm off of all other pills. I had a heart attack seven years ago, uh, and I was on assorted pills. I'm not. A, I wasn't on statins. I refused statins, so the cardiologist put instead put me on red rice yeast, which is a natural, but it acts like a statin. It does the same job as a statin. So essentially, it was a statin, and I was on carditone for blood pressure. I had a high blood pressure. That's down. I'm off all the medications. I'm off uh, blood pressure medications. Uh, lisinopril it's gone. Um, I went to I went to a doctor recently um, to uh, to say you know I, I'm on carnivore and I would like to. Uh, I I don't have a current physician at the moment, uh, but I uh, my physician at the time uh, I went to uh, um, I, I had lost a doctor, but in the same group they assigned me to another. So I went to her. Uh, and uh, she was an Indian lady. Very nice. Uh, I told her I'm on the carnivore diet. And I just want to kind of get blood tests and kind of watch myself. She says, oh, OK, uh, first pee in this cup. <laughs> and she had to test my urine. And she she then comes back to me and says, well, I see uh, protein in your ru- urine. And that tells me that your kidneys have been damaged by eating meat. And so she put me on lisinopril for kidney damage. And I went home. I I never felt pain or anything from my kidneys. I thought about this. And I went and looked on uh, Dr. Berry's site. Uh, Dr. Berry's YouTube has videos about uh, kidney stuff like that, Uh, and uh, various other doctors. I I think uh, Dr. Sean Baker has also something about that. Anyway, I saw Dr. Berry's, and it made me understand I just eat beef all day long. That's all I eat. Of course, there's going to be protein in my peas. It's all I eat. I have a tremendous amount of protein in my food. That's why she was not even paying attention. She didn't even listen to me. She, all she did was grab the, the pad, grab the pad, write a prescription. That's all they seemed to want to do. So I basically fired her. Uh, and I only go to a naturopath now. They help, I, I have a naturopath that helps me pay attention to my, my lab results and things like that and tell me, okay, my numbers seem to look good. Uh, even though she keeps repeating me, I can't do anything if you need medication, remember. I, I know. Okay. I'll take care of it. But I feel like I have to be my own physician. And uh, when I go to a doctor, and that's kind of where I start. I start saying, okay, just to be clear, I consider you my advisor. I'm the physician. I'm the final say of what I put in my body and what I don't. And it's not going to be pharmaceuticals. Mm. Uh, So that's great. Like that.
0: Yeah. I I think that's, that's the thing, you you know, um, people eating this way have definitely taken, um, not the high road, but they've they've researched. You do not become a carnivore unless you're open minded because it is definitely you know off track. And you just took got four to years
1: of it. watching those videos to finally get it through, you know, to yeah. understand what I'm looking at is real, real stuff, and it's not going to yes. make me sick to do this.
0: And I loved I loved your quote earlier, which was enough watching time to do and yeah, Right, the yeah, final yeah. question. Um, there will be many people watching this who are still on the fence. OK, they, 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 what you were, you know, when you did that for years, looking, looking at this, listening, thinking. So what advice would you give to somebody who is sitting on the fence about carnivore? Not sure whether to try it or not. Have, have you got any words of wisdom? I would say um, give it a try, but give it a try slowly. If you don't trust it, just start eating
1: a little more beef and a little less vegetables. Do that every day. Reduce how much vegetables you have and increase how much beef you have. And after a couple of weeks, you will be eating carnivore. Try it for 30 days. What the heck? It's not going to kill you. You actually we know now we get all the vitamins that we need through beef. And and I understand it's the ruminants, beef, uh, it's the, the lamb, goat, those are the grass eaters are the ones that are the best for us. Um pork is not so good, but we do eat bacon. You know, they, they say the mantra that we use is beef, butter, bacon, and eggs. Those are the foods that are kind of central to my diet. Uh and I pretty much stay with beef, but You know, your results may vary. You know, try it with chicken. Try it with fish. It's all carnivore, and that's fine. Uh, But give it a shot. What what do you got to lose? Try it for 30 days. See how you feel. If you feel good, keep going. Give it a try. I would say give it a shot. It's healthy.
0: Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Your support means the absolute world to me. And if you're enjoying the show, I've got a small favor to ask you. I'd be incredibly grateful if you would consider becoming a supporter and make a small monthly donation. Your contribution will really help to improve the show. I'll be able to improve the software, maybe put a few more episodes out and do many things that I'm hoping to do in the future. Do them a lot quicker. So it's a small monthly contribution. You can cancel at any time and the link is in the show notes. Thanks very much for listening.